Hey everybody, what is up? It is Raf, and I am back. This shout out goes to Elon Creech and Danny B. Danny Burgess, Creech, thank you for doing what you guys did to get served back on track. And we are back. You have dedicated your life to service. Now, Served Radio is dedicated to you. Speaking the truth about service-oriented life and moving through leaving to living. This is the voice of and for service members, responders, veterans, and dependents because we have served. Now, leading the journey for today's mission, Raphael Haudigui. What is up, everybody? Again, this is Raf, and I am back, and this is Served, and you're listening via Served.Vet. That's right, S-R-V-D dot V-E-T. So, I took a hiatus. Uh, I've been gone for a minute, a hot minute, a long hot minute. It's been like nine weeks, almost ten weeks. I don't even know. It's so long that I attempted to do this very episode about four days ago, and it was terrible. Like, I didn't even remember my served snail mail address. I was like, what is my address? So I'll give it to you right now. Write me at served 145 Fleet Street, number 256, National Harbor, Maryland, 20745. Man, that came out sweet. A couple days ago, I was all tongue twisted, and it just did not even come out. I didn't even remember the zip code. So, I wanted to give a special shout out to Danny B and Creech. Those two guys, amongst many other people, which I recorded a thank you episode that will be coming out very, very soon as well, have given me something, a gift. We will call it the Christmas gift to the served founder. And I call it the served effect. And I'm so very happy uh, that so many of you love served as much as I do. And I'm so very happy that you guys care enough about Served that you are kicking me back into gear to get this done. So that's pretty amazing. The Served Effect is kicking in. I I didn't know what else to call it, but that's what it is. It's called the Served Effect. And so I wanted to kick off this episode with the Served Effect in Phase 3. If you recall, from Leaving to Living, Living in Nostalgia building legacy. And that's in service, us being in service. So this episode in the served effect is going to be about being in service and getting out there and making impact. So I wanted to talk today specifically about the National Wreaths Across America Day. In 2019, it's December the 14th. So right now, it's National Wreaths Across America Day, December the 14th. Well, what is this? It's an organization that does an amazing thing, has been doing this for quite some time, and I want to elevate them, and I want to encourage everybody listening. If we can't do it in 2019, like right now, go out there and engage. That's okay, because we're going to do it in 2020. We're going to do it in 2021, and I hope that we can get the served effect out there. So what is this thing that I'm talking about? Well, I'm going to give you a snippet here. One man's annual tribute to our veterans inspired a legion of volunteers and gave rise to the wreaths across America of today. So that's something right out of their website. Their website is wreathsacrossamerica.org. 
wreathsacrossamerica.org. So let me read you here on what this Wreaths Across America is. I'll give you the snippet here. The Wooster family of Harrington, Maine, owns their own tree farm. In 1992, they had a surplus of wreaths during the holiday season. So the family patriarch, uh, Morel, who had long felt indebted to our fallen veterans, got help from, the, from a Maine politician to have those spare wreaths placed beside graves in Arlington National Cemetery in areas that received fewer visitors each year. Several visitors stepped up to help, including veterans from the American Legion, the veterans of foreign wars, uh, of the various posts out there, and an actual truck company owner who transported the wreaths to Arlington, Virginia, where a small ceremony was held at the cemetery's Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. This remained a small yearly tradition for nearly 15 years until a photo taken at the 2005 ceremony went viral. Almost immediately, thousands of people wanted to know how to help or how they could begin a similar tradition in their states. From the Revolutionary War to present-day conflicts, our veterans are devoted sons and daughters, fathers and mothers, sisters and brothers. They come from all backgrounds in life to place those lives on the line for our freedom. So basically, this is the service members, responders, veterans, and our dependents, right? So this organization is honoring these folks. But here's the cool part about this. Wreaths Across America coordinates wreath-laying ceremonies at more than 1,600 locations across the United States, at sea, and abroad. I wanted to share with you why they do it. So it says, why do we do this? So we understand we have Veterans Day in the fall and Memorial Day in the spring. But our service members sacrifice their time and safety every single day of the year to preserve our freedoms. In many homes, there is an empty seat for one who is serving or one who made the ultimate sacrifice for our country. There is no better way to express our appreciation than during the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. We hope you will join us at any of our more than 1,600 participating locations to show our veterans and their family that we will not forget. We will never forget. That is amazing. Um, so this is this is an all-community call to action. And basically, you show up, rain or shine, snow, and you honor those in local, national, uh, military cemeteries. It's just, it's just an amazing thing. So you can go to their website. You can uh, find the locations. You type in your zip code or your, uh, your, your town, and it tells you where the nearest ceremony is happening. If there is nothing happening nearby, you can contact the organization and set something up. So obviously, it's too late for 2019, but let's start doing this for 2020. Hold me accountable. Let's get a served effect going here for Reads Across America 2020. So I wanted to start this show, kick it back up in service, in phase three, right? Phase three is where we operate in nostalgia, building legacy. That means getting out of our comforts of our home. I uh, had a, guy, a buddy of mine, uh, <laughs> just had this conversation with him the other day. And um, 
really nice guy, but he said, I, he said, I'm not going to do that. And I said, why not? He said, because it's cold. And I said, so? He said, uh, and it's raining. I'm not going to be out there. And I said, why not? He says, listen, man, I'm just, I'm just self-serving. Like, like, I don't want to do that anymore. And I said, come on, man. And he said, nah, I'm not going to be out there. So, hey, that's his prerogative. That's his choice. That is the freedom that we that we have given to everybody in this country. You can do it or you cannot do it. It's all right. You choose. But I want to tell you and I want to encourage you. Let's go out there and do this. So this is something that I really, really just kind of fell in love with. And their core values is remember, honor, and teach. So these are their three core values. Right there on their webpage, front and center. Remember our fallen U.S. veterans. Honor those who serve. Teach your children the value of freedom. I'm telling you what, served needs to be in this action. The served effect needs to be in this action. So what I wanted to uh, do the rest of the show is I actually wanted to read the Reach Across America story. Morel Wooster, owner of Wooster Wreath Company of Harrington, Maine, was a 12-year-old paper boy for the Bangor Daily News when he won a trip to Washington, D.C. His first trip to our nation's capital was one he would never forget. The Arlington National Cemetery made an especially indelible impression on him. This experience followed him throughout his life and successful career, reminding him that his good fortune was due, in large part, to the values of this nation and the veterans who made the ultimate sacrifice for their country. In 1992, Worcester Wreath found themselves with a surplus of wreaths nearing the end of the holiday season. Remembering his boyhood experience at Arlington, Wooster realized he had an opportunity to honor our country's veterans. With the aid of Maine Senator Olympia Snow, arrangements were made for the wreaths to be placed at Arlington in one of the older sections of the cemetery that had been receiving fewer visitors with each passing year. As plans were underway, a number of other individuals and organizations stepped in and stepped up to help. James Prout, owner of local trucking company Bluebird Ranch Incorporated, generously provided transportation all the way to Virginia. Volunteers from the local American Legion and VFW posts gathered with members of the community to decorate each wreath with traditional red hand-tied bows. Members of the Maine State Society of Washington, D.C. helped to organize the wreath laying, which included a special ceremony at the tomb of the unknown soldier. The annual tribute went on quietly for several years, until 2005, when a photo of the stones at Arlington, adorned with wreaths and covered in snow, circulated around the internet. Suddenly, the project received national attention. Thousands of requests poured in from all over the country from people wanting to help with Arlington to emulate the Arlington Project at their national and state cemeteries, or to simply share their stories and thank Moro Wooster for honoring our nation's heroes. Unable to donate thousands of wreaths to each state, Wooster began sending seven wreaths to every state, one for each branch of the military 
and for POW MIAs. In 2006, with the help of the Civil Air Patrol and other civic organizations, simultaneous wreath-laying ceremonies were held at over 150 locations around the country. The Patriot Guard riders volunteered as escort for the wreaths going to Arlington. This began the annual Veterans Honor Parade that travels the East Coast in early December. The annual trip to Arlington and the groups of volunteers eager to participate in the Wooster's Simple Wreath Lane event grew each year until it became clear that the desire to remember and honor our country's fallen heroes was bigger than Arlington and bigger than this one company. In 2007, the Wooster family, along with veterans and other groups and individuals who had helped with their annual veterans' wreath ceremony in Arlington, formed Wreaths Across America, a nonprofit 501c3 organization, to continue and expand this effort and support the other groups around the country who wanted to do the same. In 2008, over 300 locations held wreath lane ceremonies in every state and 24 overseas cemeteries. Over 100,000 wreaths were placed on veterans' graves. Over 60,000 volunteers participated in that year. December 13, 2008 was unanimously voted by the U.S. Congress as Wreaths Across America Day. In 2014, Wreaths Across America and its national network of volunteers laid over 700,000 memorial wreaths at 1,000 locations in the United States and beyond, including ceremonies at the Pearl Harbor Memorial, as well as Bunker Hill, Valley Forge, and the sites of September 11 tragedies. This was accomplished with help from 2,047 fundraising groups, corporate contributions, and donations of trucking, shipping, and thousands of helping hands. The organization's goal of covering Arlington National Cemetery was met in 2014 with a placement of 226,525 wreaths. The wreath laying is still held annually on the second or third Saturday of December. WAA's annual pilgrimage from Harrington, Maine to Arlington National Cemetery has become known as the world's largest veterans parade, stopping at schools, monuments, veterans' homes, and communities all along the way to remind people how important it is to remember, honor, and teach. Now, I tell you what, the story goes on, and they talk about the various several programs that they have uh, to honor veterans, including the popular Thanks a Million campaign. It distributes cards to people all over the country to give veterans a simple thank you for their service and many uh, veterans' events throughout the year, and they have a uh, veteran liaison on staff to work with local veteran organizations. Well, I tell you what, this nonprofit is an amazing nonprofit. I can't wait to get involved, and in a few short hours, I'm going to be out there at my local uh, Maryland uh, State uh, Cemetery uh, here in the local area. Uh, I'm not ready to go up to Arlington just yet, uh, but soon, one day, we'll, I'll be up there. Uh, served will be out there in the served effect. But if you are in California, if you're in Idaho, if you're in Texas, if you're in Alabama, wherever you are, you can participate as well. So 
This is an amazing, amazing organization. I just am very excited. I'm going to be there out there for the first time. Um, I have heard about this. I always wanted to participate, but I always felt like I was behind the power curve. I would find about it after the fact, or I would see pictures on social media uh, after the fact. And here we are kind of close to after the fact, but we can still make impact for those that are subscribing to this channel, to the, to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for your support. Um, and let's go and do this. If we don't do it this year, hey, 2020, we're going to get out there and do this. So I just wanted to thank everybody again. You know, I just, I thank you guys. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for the emails. Thank you for the text messages. Thank you for the fan mail. That's right. I've gotten fan mail. And uh, I'll have to tell you all about that. All right. But for now, thank you. And uh, I'll see you on the line. Onward. And now that you have been empowered and activated, continue to create impact, share your talents, and serve your local community. Always remember, you are never alone. From leaving to living, together we are served.